0: Hello, and welcome to HeartStock Radio. I am your host, Carol Murphy. Today, our guest is T. Hien Nguyen. And I'm sorry, but um, I'm going to practice and get better at that, I promise. And she's going to be with us in just a moment. She's with Space Connects. Very excited for us to have our conversation with Hien. So remember that you can email us at heartstockradio at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you especially if you'd like to be our guest here on the program and you're using business as a force for good this is heartstock in just a moment we will be right back thanks for listening Welcome back. This is Heartstock Radio. I'm your host, Carol Murphy, and Daniel Hogan is in the studio. Today, our guest is T Hien Nguyen, and she is with Space Connects. Hi, Hien. How are you? Hi, Carol. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? Thanks oh. for having me. Oh, it is such a pleasure to have you here on the show. Can you tell our listeners what is Space Connects and give us a little intro what what is it that you do there?
1: <laughs> I have several titles but that is one of one of it. Space Connects is born out of out of the need of impacting beyond the local health i'm a CEO founder i'm a, a longevity entrepreneur and i actually run a high performance space for the past 10 years that's the leading performance facility focused on longevity renowned for its functional medicine approach nutritional lifestyle. And training methods. This is what I still do in my job and um, at some point I thought, how can I scale impact? So I I sat with it, I started to ask questions, um, where am I with my growth and where would I like to lead and scale my impact? And this is how I ended up with founding Space Connects. It's a think tank, it's a We work on several projects to impact uh, the future of humanity on and off Earth with space technologies. Hmm. Sounds absolutely fascinating. Uh, Can
0: you maybe say just a little bit about, uh, maybe give us the list of projects that you're currently working on?
1: Sure. Um, The past two years, I was elected as a United Nations uh, Space for Women mentor. That was a role that uh, women around the globe about 36 women i can recall how many from all countries work together to empower women and girls for uh, stem and space careers as uh, we are still a minority in space and technology related careers so uh, we paved the way for that to give equal access and accessibility as women and girls, for um, this very male-dominant industry. I'm also a turned futurist and space consultant. I work as a philanthropist. I uh, invest into longevity and space endeavors. And I'm currently co-authoring a book on health technologies for longevity. So so what, what has happened, I think, um, I worked on health for so long that I kind of worked on the outer shell of uh, the human body so that I I now, if that makes sense, went from the outer body to the inner space. So I think it's very important that we also talk about um, space, science, and the convergence of consciousness or spirituality. Yeah, so I thought uh, I went from the inner space then literally to to the outer space and (laughs) draw the line. Okay, how can technology, how can we use that for the betterment of humankind? Mm. Yes, and I have so many
0: questions to ask you about that. But before we go there, I'm wondering, how did you end up in Germany? And uh, where did this journey begin? Where did you go to school?
1: Yeah. yeah. It, and my heritage is Vietnamese, but I'm a Laos born. So Southeast Asian. was born. My parents immigrated to Germany. We originally wanted to immigrate into the United States, but somehow that didn't work out. So I was very little. I was 16 months old and they just took me and we, we lived in refugee camps, you know, in Thailand and... I almost didn't make it. I had the typical um, diarrhea as a child if you don't have access to clean water or enough food. I remember my, my, my mother shared with me, she said, look... You were the last child, you know, there was not enough breast milk. I bent over, I gave you puddle water. I had diarrhea, chronic diarrhea. My mother thought I wouldn't make it. So I think maybe there was an unconscious uh, trauma there that I always knew I wanted to contribute to, you know, health. And so I did. Uh, fast forward, I I don't consider myself as a very talented. My My parents gave us access to education that's why we immigrated uh, my siblings are very successful in their own ways and uh, I became an entrepreneur I was always very driven I was always very uh, driven by purpose and passion and I w- was always invested into self-actualization and this I started to ask questions and so I ended up the way how I ended up I studied uh, physical therapy because there was a way for me i to express myself kinesthetically, and so that evolved, as I said, uh, through my body, working uh, on my outer health to the inside of my body, more into the inner space, spirituality, and then I, I knew we are now at the edge of, you know, a radical. Transformation, and I started to ask question: Why is this all this hype about space? What's behind it? Is there truly a purpose, or is it just something cool and sexy technology in space? You know, so and this is how, through my own experience, the mission found me. I would say, I didn't go out there and try to make my billions in space. You know, it's just something who who I am and who I resonate with. I'm an evolutionary leader. I'm attracted to newness. I'm attracted to technology. And I guess this is uh, my path. And now we're here.
0: <laughs> Where did you go to school and what did you study? You mentioned physical therapy, but I would imagine that there was a lot of science background in there.
1: Yeah, medical, medical. I started I studied also functional medicine, so nutritionist. I'm also a naturopath. And uh, I started uh, anything to do with health, well-being, performance, healing. Right now, I'm a lot into sound and healing therapy. Um I think uh, that's the future of medicine. I'm also working on finalizing and an edits uh, of my book about the health democratization and entrepreneurship, the digitalization of uh, health care mm-hmm. for longevity. This is my part. So this is my my part about, you know, uh, co- uh, connecting the dots between health, the longevity and space, the longevity and space by itself. Very great business opportunities that for one point and two, very complex industry so uh, part of my purpose is to really make it accessible for anyone, you know, to to, to make it accessible for, for everyone. I think uh, that's important because we always hear, you know, why would you want to do the billionaires, spend so much money in space if we have so many, you know, if we have war here, we have health crisis. Why are they going to space, you know? And there's a purpose for everything.
0: Yes. And, you know, we've heard folks like Elon Musk saying that, you know, part of our interest in space is that we are exceeding the capacity of our planet and actually decreasing the capacity of our planet to sustain life. So what's your take on that? Do we need to go to space because planet Earth is not going to be inhabitable?
1: Kind of a... Um. <laughs> it's good to have a backup plan um to, to plan to plan now this is without being worried you know and, and freaking out it's better you know it's like uh carol you know we had this flooding here last year in germany it came as a surprise the same way as a county is on in australia so it's better to have a second home correct <laughs> so uh, it, it's just a matter of if you ask the astrophysics and all of these guys, it's just a matter of time, you know, billions of time. We, we start working on it now and it's very exciting. It's realistic. The technology is there. We can stay on the moon this time and we can go further. That, that's just the innate curiosity um, that humanity has. And I do believe Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, uh, I don't think they do it for the money. I, I think every human being has a natural impulse you know, to do what they, they're designed here to do when you're here. I don't think they do it for the money. I mean, they have the money and we need a lot of money to go there. But after all, it's exciting to have a honeymoon on the moon. And uh, it's, it's a great business opportunity and it's important that uh, – we can sustain life. Maybe we we move, as Bezos says, the heavy industry uh, into space, so that we can preserve our Earth. And uh, it's personal choice. And we hope that space tourism would be uh, accessible for for everyone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: not just for the wealthy people, not not just for the fit astronauts. Pretty much. If you think about the cell phone, you know, it was only for the the president or the king you know this 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 amount of data and now everyone has it and, and this is the same way how i think about space and about health that health should be accessible for everyone so
0: i'm wondering who's been your greatest influences so far are there any folks that you can kind of point to that have really had an impact on on your path
1: I would say um, my, my parents, uh, if they didn't decide uh, for us to immigrate, I, wouldn't, I would be there without an education. And education is, of course, very important. And uh, I would also attribute most of my success to selected mentors and literature that I have chosen, books. When I started to ask for my purpose, what is my purpose in life, I used to run marathon. I used to live in so many countries. I would run run and exercise my lungs out to find my purpose. I would walk in New Zealand for days with my backpack. No one around you know eventually um then I found it. I looked at the stars and i I thought I was always something uh, somehow different um other. Travelers and friends that did age appropriate things. I was never interested in that. I, I was always looking at the stars, you know, and wonder there must be something greater out there. So I would contribute my, my mother and my father, giving me access to education, raising of a holding space for me in terms of empathy and compassion, which is very much needed now. in in this uh, world and uh, certainly selected mentors that have paved the way for for, uh, opportunities that I'd never thought uh, as someone who has no background in space or has no background in technology. Mm -hmm.
0: This is a great place for us to take our midway point break. In just a moment we'll be right back. This is Heartstock. This is Heartstock Radio. I'm your host Carol Murphy. Today, our guest is T. Huynh Nguyen, and um, she is with Space Connects. We were just talking about the stars, and it's so funny that the the timing is impeccable because there's so much information that is coming out nowadays. Essentially, um, how often we are visited by folks from other planets. <laughs> and um, yes, this is true. Uh, one of our previous guests, Mike Masters, and I hope we have have the opportunity to have him on again, we talked about this very subject. And, um, you know, th- considering where we are right now, you were saying earlier that we're on the brink of some major changes in our society and our culture. Where do you see us going, and how does that relate to your work?
1: Uh, we are headed towards space. Uh, I mean, uh, look at what happened the past two years when the health crisis hit. Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin flew to space. They they showed us, you know, this is possible. I think if you <laughs> envision humanity just being right now in In the contraction phase, you know, it's like in the pregnancy, you know, the new world is just yet to be born. And uh, everyone, no matter your background, you have a purpose here to contribute to a healthier society and use technology as a resource liberating uh, mechanism as my mentor Peter Diamandis says and uh, it's it's the most exciting but also a very uncertain time to be alive that's why it's so important to practice your faith you know and and that's and that's I think where we can meet where science Technology and faith or God or however you want to call it, spirituality will converge and we evolve consciously on the planet and uh, hopefully with more maturity taking that level of consciousness of Earth. But we are really in the midst of birthing something very, very, very new. We can face it. We can fear it we can have faith so um i have a lot of faith in humanity when uh we uh we, when we all walk together on this
0: and you mentioned Pier- peter Diamantis. how has he influenced yes. you and um yeah just kind of inform us a little bit about um his his influence and and what he's up to
1: Peter, uh, I was in his community. uh, So, uh, Peter, uh, since Peter, uh, you you know, uh, I have a saying, it says, you know, uh, when you are ready, the right mentor will show up. And that always happened that way somehow peter showed up in my hologram you know he has a similar background he he's a, a physician you know he's a physician he has a medical background and that that explains it you know and and he he was a space enthusiast very little did i know that he was also 30 years ago he founded the international space university which i then enrolled while I was uh, in his entrepreneurial community uh, and so um, I didn't know he wasn't the founder of it but then I registered at this a nine week three months program which is a lot of time to take out of your uh, busy schedule if you run your own business and, and so I then um, started to, in, in in the space endeavor without a technology background but uh that that shows us that we live in the most exciting time times where everyone is equal if you have enough and if you hear peter talking enough passion grit and uh, a a healthy community that supports your crazy moonshot because no one believed what i did back then you know people think i'm i'm too too out there and now everyone talks about space you know But that's always like this. First, uh, it's a crazy idea. And then uh, it's always been like that.
0: (laughs) Considering how advanced, I mean, I don't know. um, Let's see, how can I ask this question? Given the fact that we are visited way more frequently than even that I imagined after really reading and finding out exactly what's going on out there. As frequently as we are visited by more advanced civilizations, how how can we catch up? I mean, the technologies that we need in order to really participate in communities that are already... Uh, Exploring space way beyond our capacity. How how are we going to catch up?
1: How do we catch up with the uh, with aliens or
0: (laughs) yeah, whatever you'd like to call them, aliens, extraterrestrials. Yeah,
1: Carol. That's a good question because uh, the 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 mainstream media is starting to talk about extraterrestrials, about UFO and all of these military documents that are going to release. Right? I, I believe, and I think I have never said this publicly. I believe that um, you know this 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 narrative of alien that they're bad or good. I think there are um, civilizations. They've always been with us. You know, they're they're been with us. They're now with us, and um, some are good, some are bad. Some showed up in my dreams. Um, this is something maybe, you know, most of the my visions they come out of my subconscious, and they're very vivid. These dreams. Um, I had the dreams that the dream uh, like 2017, I believe, that humanity was under attack. It is a very vivid dream. So this is the scenario that we're in now. OK, so I believe that we there's a lot of wisdom in ancient wisdoms and and um, and it gets more and more mainstream. Um, so it's I mean, we now also have a space force, you know, I think. The greater plan is it should be a podcast for another show, um, but yeah. Um, we should be prepared in case uh, we have an encounter. You know, uh, God knows on the moon. You know, or, or so it's it's important for us to be open minded. And um, um, I, I do believe there's some beings. They are always with us. Some people uh, they see them. They they can't. Some others they do. But it's uh, it's. Uh, being alone is like saying we are alone in the universe is like, I don't know, a sand corn on the beach or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, indeed. So
0: what advice do you have? We probably have about five minutes left. And I'm just wondering if you have any advice for other women in particular working in this field.
1: We're in the twenty-first century. Um, you have access to anyone. It's just one click away. Is the question whether uh, you are you going to be out there? Whether you know your impulse? Whether you know and you you put yourself out there, uh, whatever you want. It's. It, it, I mean, I used to fly to see my mentors. You know, book book hotels and fly. And today you just. Meet people on social media, and if people see the value in you, they will commune with you. And, uh, you know, you can do m- many programs online, and I think uh, it's, it's very easy. If you have access to Wi-Fi, you know what you want. Uh, it's just in front of your face, the opportunity.
0: And what does the future hold? What do you anticipate coming down the path?
1: I'm excited about being uh, alive now to be the guide for humanity, guide humanity into prosperous futures on and off Earth. So my work will never finish. And I hope in my lifetime I can visit the moon. And it's the most exciting time to be alive, not to be fearful. But um, just know know your purpose. Sing it in the shower every day. And uh, commune with people who support who you are, and uh, your vision and your your crazy moonshot. Go out and share it with the world. Embarrass yourself. Get ridiculed. And uh, as long as you know it, if, when you know it, you know it. Nothing you can you won't be deviating from critics or dividing into you know the believers and non-believers is is, is something you came here to do and you'll move forward with conviction and you'll be successful that's 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 the future that I'm seeing. I've seen in my dreams the new worlds they weren't they weren't a uh, dystopian is this how you say or YouTube a dystopian um, they were full of abundance and um but you must uh, implement, you know, you've got to exercise and execute on 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 your passion, otherwise it just sits in the shelf.:
0: mm-hmm.
1: Is there a, a single or maybe one or two
0: key points for humanity to find this non-dystopian, abundant future? What have we missed so far, and, and how are we going to change to find that?
1: I think if you want to create uh, something out there, you you must go inwards. It's, it's it's the same as thousands of years ago. The times of authoritarian is 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 over. The great currencies right now is uh, sovereignty. And said, it's, it's it's
0: so it's, oh sovereignty. Got it. Sovereignty sovereignty,
1: sovereignty. 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 Yeah. Sovereignty, health, and freedom. Freedom. Freedom of uh, freedom uh, for me personally as an entrepreneur, I I like to have my freedom of choice and freedom of resources and freedom freedom of time.
2: Mm. And
1: I think deep down we all we all uh, you know want to choose where we want to contribute our time and resources in. Of course, hopefully in in good causes that not just benefit your own business but benefit everyone. Well, everyone eventually wins. That's that's a cool. Moonshot, um, but the area of um, I think uh, as a as a solopreneur or yeah, it's, it's, it's a uh, we're here for uh, unity, you know, un- unity, unity, consciousness with un- unification and uh, and uh, and uh, if if we have the goodness in front of us, you can't go wrong with this. But we fear too much. Rather than, uh, you know, there's only fear or love, you can choose. Hmm. And how might guests
0: find you if they wish to carry on the conversation?
1: Uh, I'm on all social media. LinkedIn is probably the easiest way. And
0: um, can you spell your name for us just to make it a little easier for guests to find you?
1: My first name is T. And my second first name is Hien, it's spelled T-H-I, but the second first name is H-I-E-N, and my surname is N-G-U-Y-E-N. Thank you so much for being
0: our guest here on Heartstock and uh, sharing your story. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Carol.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is Heartstock. We shall see you again next week. As usual, peace.
1: As I
2: went walking at highway saw...
1: Heartstock Radio is a production of KBMF 102.5 Butte America Radio. Hear our programs every Friday at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time via live stream at butteamericaradio.org.
2: Sands of the desert, and all around me, a voice was sounding. This land was made for you me. When the sun comes up. As I went walking, I saw